everybody. This is Jenna. And I'm Noelle. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Howdy! Howdy doody! Welcome back, listeners. And... A happy belated birthday to our lovely Noelle. Oh, thank you. Of course. Did you just have a wonderful day? Oh, it was nice and relaxing. You know, everything a 30-year-old would want. Yes, that big 30-year-old birthday. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh, I'm so young, guys. I'm so young for a few more months. Yeah, a few more months. Oh, God, no. You're catching up. I am. So, you guys... If you want to show Noelle some birthday love, the perfect way to do that is by leaving reviews. It will be the best present ever. Right? Don't you like how I did that? (laughs) So you can leave us reviews on Apple, Acast, Spotify, Audible. You can recommend uh, on Facebook as well. So there's a plethora of areas. It is a free thing that really helps us as a podcast, and I'm sure Noelle would appreciate it, and it would make her smile. Oh, it sure would. So if you have a few seconds, go in and leave us some stars. All right, guys? Stirs. Stir it up. (laughs) Stirs it up. Let the people know about More Than Murder, your new obsession. (laughs) I don't know. I'm in a weird mood right now. We've just been chatting for like fucking hour so it's 4 45 almost i'm i'm nutty holy shit okay so uh let's jump right in yeah. after you finish doing that if you want more of your girls go follow us on our socials you can find us on facebook at more than murder twitter at more than underscore murder yeah and insta at more than murder pod yes 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 yay uh after that we also have a youtube and a tick Talk. Ticky-tacky. The YouTube is More Than Murder, and the TikTok is More Than Murder Pod. So go follow us everywhere that you can, and that's really all we have. Mm-hmm. In today's episode, we are back on the true crime chain. Train. Choo-choo. <laughs> that was hard to say. True crime train. Uh, true crime train. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. It's literally written in my notes. I'm not excited, though. No. <laughs> that sounds bad. So, we are headed for Japan, where in the 1980s, a teen girl named Junko Furuta was taken captive to live in literal hell for over 40 days. We will go over the torturous acts, which ultimately ended in murder, and those responsible. So, strap in, because it's a brutal one. Yeah, it really is. It's awful. We had a long conversation about it, like, a couple weeks ago. I literally told her beforehand so she could kind of get mentally prepared for this one. Like, do her own deep dive, find out everything she needed so nothing was... Do not recommend. Yeah, no, but keep listening. (laughs) do, yeah. So, before we begin, quick content warning, as this episode, like I said, is especially gruesome... This episode contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. You've been warned. Leave now if you want. But don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't listen. Because if you're here in the first place, you're probably... Yeah. This is the content you want, right? So let's get into it. Junko Furuta was born January 18th, 1971. She lived in... Sorry in advance if I say anything wrong. Misato, Japan. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. And we're actually going to fast forward now to 1988. Okay. That is when everything happens. Pretty much nothing before that is even really relevant. Okay. Okay. So. It's one she, of those cases, guys, we just want to like, get it in. Get, get it in out. and get it done. Yeah, so, so in 1988, Junko is 16 years old. She's very well liked by her classmates. She's really good in school. And she also worked at a plastic factory in her free time. So she really had a bright future ahead of her. She had a, another job lined up for right when she graduated. She looks like a sweet girl. That looks like it might be a picture on our blog of like her, a, a school, school picture. Yeah. Yep, yep. And she was very smart, very bright. She was very popular, all the articles said. You know, that, that whole thing. Now, at this school... Um, four boys also attended. So we have Hiroshi Mayano, Shinji Minato, Joe Orgura, and Yasushi, Yasushi Watanabe. Okay? Now I'm going to start referring to them by their last names. And I'm sorry it's going to get confusing because it's either Mayano or Minato most of the time. And they're very close last names. Okay? Okay. Now, these four boys were known to hang out and cause a lot of trouble from purse snatching all the way to sexual assault. Nice. Mayano was the leader of the group and had been described as having problematic behavior from a very young age. You said this was Mayano? Uh, Yes, Hiroshi Mayano. Okay. Now, this behavior ranged from stealing to, like, destroying public property. So, he was not a very good apple at this point. The boys like to spend their time literally just being up to no good. Were they also 16? So their ages ranged. Um, I think the oldest one was like 17, 18. And I don't know the adult like ages mm-hmm. in Japan, which we will get into because yeah. we'll get into it. Okay, mm-hmm. so I don't know if 18 means you're an adult, but I guess some of the boys were like aged from 16 to 18 years old. Okay. Okay. So they were no younger than 16. Correct. Okay. Correct. And they knew Junko. You know, they, they mm, went they to the went same to school. school. They were acquaintances. Um, <clears throat> usually the activities the boys would do were trolling the streets for women that they could overpower and sexually assault. And on November 25th, 1988, Junko, who had just gotten out of work, was the one that they set their sights on. So they were doing their normal prowling Unfortunately, Junko was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and they spotted her. That's all it takes to be it's in the wrong place takes. at the wrong time. And apparently, there in some of the articles, it said that um, Mayano may have had a crush on Junko, and Junko kind of turned him down. It's usually the case. So he might have already had you know his sights set on her, and it was an opportunity at mm-hmm. that point. They probably knew she worked there. Mm-hmm. So she had been riding her bike home from work when they spotted her. Mayano ordered Minato to go over and kick the bike out from under Junko, and Mayano, like, hid in the bushes so she couldn't see. Once Junko was down, Mayano came out of the shadows acting like some knight in shining armor offering to walk her home. Mm. So it was all a scheme. He was like, kick that bike out. I'm going to run over there and hide. She's not going to see me, and then I'm going to come out and, you know, get her to feel comfortable with me type of thing. Mm -hmm. Now... She agrees to let him walk her home, but home is not where they're going to end up. Mayano takes Junko to a nearby warehouse. 
he immediately tells her that he is part of the Yakuza, and that is basically like our like mob. It's like a crime syndicate, but mm-hmm. in Japan mm-hmm. instead of the states. Okay, they're the ones with the tattoos all over there, right? I don't know. I did a little bit of research just to know what they were, and I was like, okay, yep. Yeah. Crime syndicate, kind of like our mob. That's as far as I'm going into it. Mm-hmm. Don't come after me, Yakuza. Don't come <laughs> after me, mob. <laughs> so he tells her this in hopes that she won't run or scream or try to get away. I think at that time, like, kind of think in the back, like, back in the day, like you say, like, I'm part of the mob. Like, that would scare somebody in the States. You know, you didn't want to cross people like that. So it worked, unfortunately. And at the warehouse is where he sexually assaults her. After this, he takes Junko to a nearby hotel and assaults her once again. After this, he calls his three friends so he can brag about what he did to this poor, poor girl. Orgura tells Mayano that he should bring Junko to them so they can also partake in the assault. Which one's or which one's that one? Orgura? That's Joe Orgura. Oh, I see Kamisaku. Well, that's the thing. Their names are different. Oh. Yeah. So they're like... Is, these are... Okay. The names are a little different. We're not sure. And, like, apparently they changed their identities and things like that. So some of the pictures that come up have, like, a different name. Okay. But I'm using the one that they were referred to in the articles. Okay. So around 3 a.m., Mayano does bring Junko to a nearby park and meets up with his friends. They tell her again that the Yakuza will come for her and her family if she fights or tries to escape. So immediately she's scared for her life. She doesn't even try anything. The boys all sexually assault Junko, and that unfortunately will not be the end to the horrible Mm -hmm. story. The boys decide that they wanted to keep her around and use her for their own sick pleasure, basically. So they brought her with them to Minato's house. And Minato's house was where they hung out. I think there was this larger area upstairs that kind of just belonged to the boys. They were able to hang out there, kind of free wheel and do whatever the fuck they wanted. And we'll get into why. So by November 27th, Junko is at this point missing. She did not come home. And Junko's parents are very worried. So that's the next day? or So it's kind of like... So she was taken on, I think, the 25th. Okay. But then it kind of went all through the night that she was kind of being tortured. Mm -hmm. And then it was the 27th that I guess they they reported her missing. I don't know why they waited so long or if there were other factors. Like the police told them not to... Yeah, because... 24 hours or 48 hours. She's a teenager. She ran away. Like, that's usually Mm -hmm. their go-to for... How it works in the United States, at least. Yes. So, So we don't know all those factors, but they gave the date of November 27th. Okay. Now, so they report her missing. The boys obviously knew her parents would be worried and would most likely involve the police at this point. So, they make Junko call home and tell her parents that she was safe and had run away on her own accord. Mm-hmm. The fact of what's coming, that somebody could do that to somebody else's kid, knowing, like, that these parents, I mean, just... I, yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't get the psychology, it's just... We'll ugh. get into the parents. We will get into the parents. So, this obviously worked, because there's more, even more, to this horrifying story. 
Since Junko was being held captive at Shinji Minato's house, he needed a story for his parents as well. So he told them that she was his girlfriend and made Junko act accordingly whenever they were around. So if they were in the family setting, Junko had to put on this act of this is my boyfriend, I'm a loving girlfriend to this boy who's literally Mm -hmm. torturing me. We'll get to it. So this rouse was actually dropped early on, however, because Minato's parents were terrified of Mayano and his connection to the Yakuza. So it's very possible that his family was part of the Yakuza. It, 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 it could be. If the other boy's parents were. Exactly. The parents were apparently terrified, and that is how these boys were able to just do what they do. Good Lord. Yeah. So they were not going to cross him, and the boys had free reign of the house. Junko was held in the home for over 40 days. She was sexually assaulted repeatedly, tortured, and beaten. We're getting into torture here, guys. It's rough. It's really, really rough, okay? Be prepared. So along with this, they also shaved her pubic region. They would make her dance nude for them, made her masturbate in front of them, and also left her to sleep on the balcony in little to no clothing. Shush it, cat. They also inserted objects into her anus and vagina, including a bottle, metal rod, scissors, and a lit match. She was burned with cigarettes on her vagina and clitoris, and she was force-fed alcohol, water, milk, and cockroaches. Yeah. It was like a sick experiment that they wanted to play with a human fucking being. I don't even have words. It's just disgusting. There are the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of in my life. And we're not... Not done yet, no. So the, I mean, the toolbox killers are pretty bad, but this is this is something else. It's yeah, and the fact that you know the, they're all so young. It's all so young, and the like, fact that they they in, are what is wrong? I mean, my God, my God is right. How can you enjoy this? How does anyone enjoy something like this? Yeah, I I I I don't know. So the boys made Junko smoke multiple cigarettes at once, which if you aren't a smoker, that will make you sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like just inhaling and who knows how many, you know, at a time. She probably just felt awful. And she was also made to inhale paint thinner. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, in the 80s, too, that paint thinner probably was not. It was it's probably full of so many chemicals. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God. They probably, like, have a warning on it now, like, you know, using a well-ventilated area. Mm-hmm. This girl's being made to literally inhale it. Inhale it. Inhale it. It's awful. They also hung her from the ceiling, and they would beat her like a punching bag. They'd use golf clubs oh and iron rods. Yeah. Why? 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 And what... And... What is different, because, you know, before they were doing this, they were, you know, 
sexually assaulting other women and and they use they use the term gang rape a lot so i did not use that but that's the term that they were using and that was their favorite pastime these boys i'm calling them boys they're young men they're boys um and why like why junko why take this one and take her home and like i just want to know like oh you're completely right i think that one of them was infatuated and then she She said no and he's like i'll show her no Mm -hmm. you know like yeah that's probably say no again that's probably what happened at the start of december so not really very long after junko was already very malnourished often only given milk to survive with the intense torture she was receiving and lack of food she obviously became very weak and basically became confined to Minato's bedroom floor. So she could not get up to relieve herself, to to do anything at all. Her appearance was apparently also altered with the number of beatings which occurred. And, like, her face was so swollen and, mm-hmm. and beat up at this point that, like, her features were just hid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have and, to imagine, like, the, the, the trauma that like, she's going through. I understand the parents are afraid of this kid, but do they not know what is taking place? Like, what the fuck? They fucking know. Wow. I feel like they knew. They had to have known. How do you not know? They apparently didn't go anywhere near these kids, I wonder. That's true. I don't know the dynamic of, like, they said that, like, you know, one part of the house is, like, the hangout. So I don't know if it was literally just like... This kid probably was like, you're not allowed in here. Stay the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also to the fact that like, you know, this girl isn't being seen. She's not being seen. So what is happening? Yeah. Like you don't know. I mean, I'm sure that there's horrible noises happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like and the sound and the laugh they're probably laughing and mm-hmm. and you she's know, probably the screaming sound of and be, somebody being hit with things exactly you exactly. know there's absolutely no way unless they blasted music the whole time and very well could be yeah very well could be ugh that's sickening it's just mm-hmm. so sickening all oh, the boys are in their hangout again I wonder what they're up to you know like mean in the meantime there's a girl who's literally dying up there yeah. Yeah, being tortured. In the process of dying, this yeah. This poor 16. 16. Yeah. If you are older than 16, put yourself at your at 16. Yeah. And imagine that. Mm-hmm. The world is so scary. You don't know mm-hmm. a lot, like. Well, and the uh, fact that, you know, getting beaten like that with rods and golf clubs, mm-hmm. there's got to be so much severe internal organ oh, damage. Oh, we're going to get there. Like, oh We're going to get there. Um, yeah, so Junko's internal anatomy was also basically destroyed, you know, probably from beatings, but also due to the insertion of objects. Mm-hmm. This made it so she became unable to urinate and defecate like normal. What do you mean like normal? So, so I think that she was probably losing control. She probably uh-huh. couldn't hold things yeah. as much. It probably, yeah. Oh my So she was probably God. just laying yeah. in her soiled self as well. As being tortured and not fed. And she's just in immense pain all the time. From and who knows if she's even being so fucking clothed damaged. at this point. Like, who knows yeah. what, if they're giving her any. I doubt anything. they're sitting there putting clothes back on her body. Mm-hmm. And if so, it's probably like a braggy shirt. Yeah. Like a raggedy shirt of some sort, you know? Oh, yeah. So, with this, you know, and, and oh she's God. she's too weak. She cannot clean herself up. She's probably soiling herself. 
this made the boys lose interest in Junko. Oh my god. You know, the sexually explicit parts of it. Okay? What you did. You did this. You're Uh just a scar. So with this, they start prowling again looking for victims that they can sexually assault. Even though they have somebody in their room right now. What I'm thinking is maybe they got a taste for the torture but they still needed that sexual aspect. Uh So maybe they are going to go back to their sexual assault and then go home Uh and take the rest out on Junko. That that's kind of where my head's going. Jesus Christ. Then again I am speculating guys. Some massively fucked up people. We got a little fucked up. A little fucked up. So, still, they kept Junko after this. They were not going to let her go, unfortunately. By early January of 1989, this story takes a turn for the worse. If it didn't already. Oh, it's it's shitty from start to finish, and how can it get worse, right? So, Mayano is said to have lost a game of Mahjong, which I don't understand mahjong i love mahjong i'm not good at it there used to be like computer games where yeah. you could play like mahjong and uh-huh. i was not good at it my so. grandma loves it too <laughs> i wasn't good at it i i enjoyed it but i i like to win guys <laughs> i get very competitive and when i'm losing uh, kind of like mayano unfortunately uh-oh parallels so he lost the game and he got very pissed off one article said that he was playing with junko so I don't know if it was like, you know, they were all sitting around and Junko like joined in. But by this time, I feel like she's very much impaired. She's not going to be able to play, do anything. Exactly. So I think it was probably the boys playing a game of Mahjong or something. And then he lost and got pissed. So to take out his frustration that he was feeling, he decided to turn to Junko. God. It's bad, okay? <clears throat> this is bad. So... He poured lighter fluid onto her arms, face, thighs, and stomach. So basically just covering her. And he set her on fire. And this was inside the house? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, apparently inside the house. And nothing else caught fire? Not that I know of. So it said that right afterwards, like, Junko was trying to, like, put herself out. So she's probably, like, rolling and, like, trying to, like, beat herself out. And it probably was successful because... We have more torture to talk about here. Okay? Now, she is very weak by this point, And once, you know, she kind of puts the fire out, I'm guessing, she becomes unresponsive. Yeah, your body goes into shock. Which I'm surprised it didn't. Already. Before. Yeah. yeah. So, if this wasn't enough, they still continued the torture. What the actual fuck? They punched her repeatedly. Ugh dripped hot candle wax on her face and they forced her to drink her own urine. Jesus Christ almighty. They kicked her so much that she actually went into convulsions. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After this, of course, she was bleeding very badly so the boys thought to cover their hands but they continued the brutality. They continued it. They dropped an iron exercise ball onto her stomach over and over and over. I don't like that. I can feel that on myself right now. Uh I don't like that. Nope. This particular attack lasted hours. 
How is this poor girl not already dead? I, I hate saying that, but my, my I know, lord. Like, like, 40 days of just, I feel like, you this know, they didn't say, shit. like, day one, day two, day three, but I feel like all 40 days was this kind of stuff. Yeah. Just I mean, torture and beating. Yeah. And, and sexual assault and just... The mental abuse, too, of, like, of you I know, I would have like, just been willing myself to just die. Something. I probably would have tried to kill myself. I, I, I mean, I didn't see it in my research. I hate research. to say that, but... It's tough. It's, and it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. All right, it's all I'm going to say. You know, it, it, it's tough. Cause At that point, it seems like you're never getting out alive. And if exactly. you do, you're going to wish you never did. And who knows what they were saying to her. And who knows you know, if she and, did and those people w- did come after her. Like, who yeah. knows, man? Exactly. You never like, know with the Yakuza. Yeah. In the it, 80s, it could have been huge. And she was probably like, oh, fuck. Okay. You know, oh it's like God. Colleen Stan. She was told mm-hmm. about this fake company so that she was afraid to leave. And that intense brainwashing with physical abuse can be a game changer. Mm -hmm. We don't know what these guys were spewing at her every single day. Mm -hmm. So after being sexually assaulted over 400 times, beaten and tortured so brutally, Junko succumbed to her wounds and did die. Now, I think the boys just assumed that she passed out and they just kind of left her there. Because in my research, it said that Minato's brother was the one who called and was like, hey, I think she's dead. I think you need to come home. I don't think she's alive. So he knew what was, so he knew. Uh, we'll get into, we'll, yeah, we'll get into it a little bit more, okay? So all of the boys quickly started to panic and I'm sorry if you guys are getting mad that I'm calling them boys. <laughs> I'm like 30 years old and anyone in like high school and like the boys, you know, like. Those aren't men. Those are fucking. Boys. They're boys. Dickhead boys. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I guess worse you're like. Dickhead boys. There's a lot worse. That they're 18, about a fucking 19. Then we could go into like the young men category. But no, they're boys. We're going boys here. Okay. Now, like I said, all of the boys quickly started to panic. I guess they didn't learn about actions and fucking consequences. You know, the thing that everybody Duh, is taught. What do you expect is going to happen? And they decide quickly that they need to dispose of the body so they wouldn't get caught. Duh. They, that room has to be a mess. Oh, God, yeah. The stench. An absolute mess. Like, you know for a fact them boys ain't cleaning it up. There's no way they could ever fully get that spotless. And I am curious. Like, I want... I would be curious to talk to somebody close to the case, like like a brother or or the parents, like to know the 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 control. Like a lot of mothers back in the day, they cleaned after their children. Mm-hmm. Like I even had boyfriends who like their mom like cleaned their room and did their laundry. Like I wonder if that was the dynamic here. Maybe she was cleaning the room. I don't know, yeah, because the level of he of control over it, like like they might have all been aware. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into some fucked up things, okay? So I think I wrote this like a week ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I'm gonna go through like all of like the aftermath, and then I'm gonna circle back to that. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we will get into it. Now they placed the remains in a 55 gallon drum, and they filled it with concrete. They then dropped the the drum in Koto, Japan on a cement truck. I had to Google the difference between concrete and cement. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, wait, what? Is it what, huh? Because <laughs> um, they made that a point that they dumped in concrete and they dropped it on a cement truck. So I was like, oh, okay. On January 23rd, Mayano and Ogura were arrested for sexual assault of another woman. Okay? So this was the woman that, like, when Junko wasn't giving them pleasure anymore and, you know, they weren't interested in her in that way, that was that woman that they prowled. So it's all going to come full circle. During an interrogation, they mentioned an unrelated murder. They were just kind of questioning, you know, trying to find out what they could about the boys. I don't know if they, like, really suspected them of the other unrelated murder, but they kind of brought it into the conversation. And this made Mayano very paranoid. He assumed that Ogura actually confessed about Junko and that murder, okay? And obviously... Uh Uh-huh, you fucking fuck. He didn't. Mayano confesses and leads investigators to where Junko's body was dumped. So all because of an unrelated murder that they were questioned about, he got spooked because he got a guilty motherfucking conscience, and then he talks about that murder. Okay, so obviously if the police have their control over the the gang, the mob... What do you mean? So... This kid, who was apparently part of the Yakuza... The Yakuza, yeah, 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 yeah. ...was scared enough to rat on himself to police. Yeah. So the police don't have that... The police have control, apparently, over the Yakuza. Why weren't the parents just like, dude... Uh, yeah, we'll get into... calling the motherfucking cops. We'll get into the cops, okay? Oh, my God. We'll get into the cops, okay? So, the following day, police recovered Junko's remains... Hiroshi Mayano, Shinji Minato, Joe Ogura, and Yashushi Watanabe, Watanabe sorry, um, were all arrested for the murder. Minato's brother and two other local boys were also brought in as their DNA was found in Junko's body. So the four boys were not the only boys that were sexually oh, assaulting Junko. On. It was a neighborhood affair. There was three other people involved on top of those four. There was That's probably way more than that, Noel. Disgusting. Oh, my God, dude. They probably went to school and bragged to people that they could brag about. And, you know, anyone who came over was probably, like, threatened by the Yakuza shit again to never speak. And this girl was just, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of fucked up kids. A lot of fucked up kids. Have you heard Sylvia Lakin's case? Jesus. Yeah. These parallel a lot. And that one will be saved until I have a very good headspace because that one is hard. Yeah, I know. Very hard. And that lasted years, I think. So, (sighs) so yeah, a lot of of messed up youngins here. So, um, it seems that the four boys were also letting. Oh, like I just said, yes, they were also letting their friends sexually assault and torture Junko. During the trial, due to the boys being minors, at first their identities were sealed. Now, a local magazine was like, fuck that, and decided to do their own digging. They actually found the boys' names, and they published that shit. I mean, as you should. This is very close to them being to the legal age. It's not like they're 12. It's not like exactly. they're 8. Yes, they okay. are teenagers. Some are even, like, they, it said 18 on some of my yeah, documents. They are well aware of what they were doing. Yeah. And in this case, something like that... Yeah. You try those people as fucking adults. 
Yeah, so all four pled guilty of, quote, committing bodily injury that resulted in death, end quote. But notice, that does not say murder. Mm-mm. Okay? And, of course, they received fairly light sentences. Oh, my Lord, how? In July of 1990, Hiroshi Mayano was sentenced to 17 years in prison. Now, there is a little bit of a haha justice moment. So, it said that he attempted an appeal, and the judge actually was like, fuck you, and tacked on three extra years to his sentence. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it actually made it a 20 year sentence. Mm-hmm. And a side note, they said that 20 year sentences in like Japan, I don't know if this is still like that, is the second longest sentence before life in prison. Okay. Okay, so it was. It was a long sentence for a minor. You know, if he had been an adult, it probably would have been life. Um, Or maybe even capital punishment at that point. I don't know. Japan and capital punishment. But, but yeah. So, he he did get the most because he was said to be the ringleader. Shinji Minato received a four to six year sentence. Oh, my fucking God. He also tried to appeal, and his sentence was increased to five to nine years. How dare you try to appeal this? Yeah. How like, what dare are you, you even saying? Like, what? There's nothing what? to appeal. What is the... You yeah. did this. Yeah, like, what even could you write down and say, like, hey, I want to... What? There is no... I mean, there is uh-huh. no remorse. There's nothing. She no. didn't do anything to you people. No! So what are you appealing She didn't on? find you cute and want to suck your dick. Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, my God. The audacity. I can't... I know. I can't stand the entitlement that some people think they have to others... Especially, Bodies. especially you know the the male gender. We're not mm-hmm. going to generalize here, but it is That's seen what I by people. Yeah, it is seen more there. Like you are a woman, I am a man. I have every right to your body because I am a man. Mm-hmm. No consent. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, if you're ugly, then you're fucking ugly, and I don't want you near me. And if you're creepy, and you're creepy, and I don't want you near me. That doesn't right? Like why do these people think say, like? I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. like Or rape you now. Like, fuck mental you. image of themselves is like this God complex that they can have the supermodel or whoever. Like, no, I don't find you attractive. I don't find you attractive. Yeah. Like, I don't have to explain myself. Yeah. I mean, like. And it's the same thing. Everybody's like, like I couldn't get Zac Efron. You well, know, like, It's the seriously? same thing when, like, you know, the, the pretty girl and the ugly guy and they're like, oh, how'd you land that? Yeah. Like, you know, like, we find... We all have different tastes. Mm-hmm. Some people are more into, you know, the, the vanity of life, and some people are more into the depth of life. Mm-hmm. So maybe she fell in love with him, and, and he made her laugh, mm-hmm. you know? Like, looks fade, guys. Mm-hmm. It's the personality underneath, and once you fall in love with that personality, that person is always going to be beautiful no matter what. Yeah, I cannot <sighs> stand the entitlement, the audacity. I just... Gets worse. incredible. Gets worse. Joe Ogura served eight years, and Yasushi, I saw Yasushi and Yashushi, so I'm, I'll say it both ways, um, Watanabe received five to seven years. Mm, why? Yeah. Why? I don't care if they're accomplices or not. Minors. It's the minor thing. I don't know if, because in the United States. <sighs> Sorry. That's fine. In the United States, if. If the crime is really, really bad, and depending on how old you are, you can be tried as an adult. Yes, you can. I don't know if it's the same thing in Japan. 
And I don't know if it was a thing back. I I'm not getting into Japanese law. Mm, no way. Because I don't even want to get into the U.S. law deep mm-hmm. down. So I don't know if if you are a Japanese listener. Um, I actually should have I should have messaged Minami and asked her like how all of that stuff kind of works. Um, but I didn't. Minami, if you're a listener, hey, <laughs> write me in. I want to <laughs> know and let me know if I said the names right. <laughs> um, so the boys who were grown men um, when they got out, they all pretty much kept getting into trouble once they were released. So this this wow this was not reformative in the least. Wow. So Minato was rearrested in 2018 for assaulting another man with a metal rod and slashing his throat. I did not see anywhere if the man died. I don't believe he did because he got, I'm pretty sure he didn't get like a huge sentence for it. Um, and Ogura was also arrested in 2000, rearrested in 2004 for assault as well. So they, they kept kind of getting into trouble afterwards. I do not have any um, updates on the other two. I don't really care to um, because this is about Junko. Mm-hmm. So the funeral for Junko Futura um, was on April 2nd, 1989. She obviously wasn't able to make her graduation, unfortunately, but the school gave her parents the diploma that she was set to receive. And, um, that's just so sad. <laughs> like, it's terrible. It's, it's like, yeah, it's, this is literally, like I said, one of the most sickening, heartbreaking things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So let's remember Junko and give her the light in this episode and not the murderers. I hope she flew to the most beautiful place in the whole entire I, yes. world. And after these cases are the ones that make me want, you know some type of place, you know, that you can go to to be to be eternally happy. Yeah, she's... That's... Personally, too. You know, personal tragedies make me think that, you know, I, I have to think that things exist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On a different plane. Or that, you know, your soul can stay for a little bit and and look over the people that you love and care for. So, now... Why didn't anyone say anything? Like, we've been Mm -hmm. asking the entire episode. Mm -hmm. There were neighbor boys in and out of the house. Minato's own parents and siblings had to know what was happening. I Were they just so scared of the Yakuza that they let the abuse happen? Like, if that's the case, that's nuts. Yeah, that's absolutely nuts. Now, according to um, an article on allthatisinteresting.com, the police were actually called two times while Junko was being held in captivity. But, of course, when they went um, the first time to the Minato residence and asked, um, the parents were just like, no, there's no girl here. There's no one here. There's no girl here. And they just took the parents' word and left, apparently. What? Uh-huh. I'm sorry, especially by the time, too. You have now... Yeah. So two- I... Two reports that these people... Well, this was the first report, and it said that, um, I guess it was, like, a neighbor boy. He had come over and, like, you know, assaulted, and I I don't know his role. I'm not saying he did. I'm just saying he witnessed, Mm -hmm. or he he was participating, and I guess when he went home, he kind of, like, was talking to his brother about it, and then I think the brother was the one who was like, hey, we should probably call this in, and so who knows if the police even thought 
it was true. I don't know if, you know, they were getting print calls at that point or how how any of that worked out. Mm-hmm. But they went to the house. They knocked on the door and were like, hey, we hear that there's a girl, like, being held captive in your... Yeah. In a room back there. And they're like... Since they're bragging about it. No, that never happened. And then the cops just left. Wow. So... Another one of the times that Junko, or sorry, that the cops were called, it was actually Junko. And I guess she, like, picked up the phone, dialed, but before anything could be said, she was caught. And she was punished severely by being set on fire. So she was set on fire a couple of times while in captivity, and that obviously stopped her from trying again. This case has always stuck with me. Yeah, how can it not? I do apologize if it sticks with you guys. Uh, The second that I took that Wikipedia spiral years ago, she's always in the back of my brain. Mm -hmm. So I do apologize. Um, These cases just make me hate that there is such violence out there in people and like the fact that they can just hurt for fun. I never want to hurt anybody. I feel bad hurting people emotionally, let alone doing it physically. Like oh, bugs. N- I know it's like I hate mouse traps. I can't stand any of it. Literally, it's like how how can you take, especially like another human being, and like I don't know. Like it's. I mean, it's one thing if if something has been done to you, like if you're self-defense or whatever that's what that's absolutely a different story. yes if i'm getting hurt i'm gonna yeah. hurt you like yeah that, that's, that's the one thing like i've i've learned have animalistic urges to do and to get that. the pleasure out like if and I'm, how is yeah how do you yes, possibly if i'm you know being hurt and i'm fighting back Mm-hmm. That's not pleasure. That's adrenaline and mm-hmm. the 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 fight mode coming out of me to survive. Mm-hmm. These people had a thought in their brain. And, like, who knows even if they were, like, how calculated it was, really. Mm-hmm. Like, if they had, had planned out, maybe they were sick of just kind of, you know, getting one-off women or or anything. Like, who knows? And and the pleasure, just the pleasure that comes out of it for, for these people. Why are we doing this again? Why do we like this stuff? I don't know. I'm questioning. Let's go back to ghosts now, please. <laughs> I got some hard ones coming up uh, uh, in the future, but I, I do have a lot of ghost stuff to add to mm-hmm. the schedule. Some really I got to work on stuff. the schedule. I did that today. I added yeah. like 14 more things. Holy crap. Yes, yes. Because work was slow and I didn't yeah. know what to do. So. I didn't fart. I stretched in my camping chair, you guys. <laughs> Liar. She's lying, guys. I'm I here. Would, oh, yuck. <laughs> I would admit it. I'd be like, did you hear that? That was me. Didn't I burp in last week's episode and it was like stinky or something? <laughs> you know, we're just, we're here doing it. So, Oh, jeez, you guys. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but that is the murder of Junko Futura. I knew that many of you probably hadn't heard this case. And it is, it is one that I think is important to know and to learn from so I didn't do it because I'm a sicko you know I, I, I'm a little bit okay <laughs> that is all I have happy birthday Noel. 
Oh, thanks. I feel so happy. At least it's the day after and not like, you know. True. Before or on your mm-hmm. birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until next week, guys, make sure, like we said at the beginning, to follow us on our socials. And if you can please leave us those five-star reviews, Apple, Acast, Spotify, Audible, Facebook, anywhere you can, leave those reviews. Um, And then, yeah, reach out to your girls if you want. You can message us on Facebook or Insta, or you can leave us an email at the Gmail, morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. Yep. You can also visit our website. Uh, the pictures this week aren't anything. I, I don't really like to post, like, gruesome, gruesome pictures. So mm-hmm. it's just basically no. her um, and that kind of stuff. So if you want to see any pictures or any sources, you can visit the blog at www.morethanmurderpod.com. I am not sure what Noelle has for you next week, but I'm sure she's probably changing it to a haunted one now. Noelle doesn't even know After what she this has one. for you this <laughs> upcoming week. She's probably thinking, I don't do crap, fuck that. Oh, God. I'm, I'm miserable <laughs> now. I'm just sitting here, like, my arms are crossed. My face is probably all, like, I look like such a sad child. Yeah. This is awful. Yeah. It's like at the end of the Colleen Stan when we were just like, okay, we'll see you next week. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I'm going to have to listen to... Aaron Mankey on my way home or something. I don't know. How do you think I felt? Oh. I did research and fucking write it and yeah. live with it because I freaking wrote it last week and I just wanted to get it done. Yeah. And we had tech issues. Uh-huh. Fucking A. Anyway, leave uh-huh. her birthday reviews. <laughs> <laughs> birthday reviews, that's right. It's her birthday, guys. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. She was literally born February 1st, 1992. Yeah. She's 30 years old. 30. And she deserves birthday reviews. Yeah, because I don't get to do anything else for my birthday because of the weather. So. Yeah, because we live in snowy New York. Not telling you where in New York. Mm-hmm. And you can assume the city. And um, it gets gross in February. Like, literally, February is the worst month. Yeah. So, she just doesn't plan anything. I'm even having my husband drive me out to an appointment for my birthday. Because it's literally supposed to get a snowstorm. It's supposed to be a goddamn snowstorm. So, he's literally going to take the day off so he can drive my ass. Be of your birthday. Because I am not driving in that shit. Not a fart. Moved in my camping chair. Driving in it either, but, you know. We're New Yorkers. We know how to drive in the snow. Uh-oh, yeah, my dude. husband does at least. My husband too. Me, I'm like white knuckling, and I'm oh, like, oh yeah, I hate it. Oh, can I, I go home now? And then I'm like going 30, and a truck passes me at like 40, and I'm like, you're going too fast. I'm scared when do when they do that, so. dude. I get so scared. I get so scared. So anyway, guys, we will see you next week. Remember, birthday reviews for my girl. And that's all. We love you. Sorry. Love you. Bye. Bye.